is 10K Saturday with Alison and Lulu. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another 10K Saturday. This week, you're going to hear Allison talking with mental health therapist Allison Tyler. They talk about reality television, multiple marriages, and, of course, our signature 10K5. Sounds great, right? Well, so does Omaze. Omaze raises money for charity by offering incredible experiences you can win, like cars, cash, or hangs with celebrities. To enter starts at $10 for 100 entries. It goes up from there. The money goes to a specific charity for each sweepstakes. So go to 10kdollardate.com slash O-M-A-Z-E, and it'll let them know we sent you. But for now, let's get back to Allison Tyler, this week's 10K Saturday guest. Do you know what your happy is? Here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another bonus episode. It's 10K Saturday. I'm Allison Burns. And if you're looking for our full episodes about imaginary luxury travel, those drop on Wednesdays. But today is Saturday, so it's time for another interview. And I am so excited to interview singer, model, mental health therapist, and she's got the best name in the world. (laughs) Welcome, Allison Tyler, to the podcast. Hello. I'm so excited to have you on here. I'm going to go into our history and it's going to make me feel really old, (laughs) but I'm going to do it anyway because I was like your musical theater slash voice coach for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're old enough to have a glass of wine with me. (laughs) It's the best transition. (laughs) It is the best transition. I actually love that. I know it's weird, but like when my students get old enough to like, I'm like, oh, now you can be like my friend because, (laughs) you know, I'm pretty sure in my brain I don't age. So I'm like, oh, you guys are all getting older and now we can just be cool together. I actually don't remember the moment I met you. Do you remember? I feel like I just always was like, oh, yeah, that's that's my kid. That's my student. Yeah, I don't even know if I remember it either. I think we were doing voice lessons before you produced any shows that I was in, right? Before you yeah, were Yeah, that's what I thought. I think so, but I wonder how that even happened. I know. It just seemed like it was always there. And I used to even travel to your house yes. and we would do voice lessons in your living room with that piano and your dog was like always around. Like I remember it so fondly. And like there was even a few Christmases, your mom invited me and Emma to your Christmas parties. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, Emma would come to voice lessons and I like feel like besides on Facebook, that was like the last few times. And then I saw her when you did hairspray and I was like, oh my, she's a teenager. Yeah, it's crazy. She's in her junior year now. She's only got one more after this. That's so sad. I know. It's I know. Soon I'm going to be like, hey, let's all three of us go out for a glass of wine. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so you have continued the voice stuff. You are mm-hmm. a singer. You've been singing at your church, which I love seeing videos of. You know, pre-pandemic, I got to say, I know you yeah. were kind of out there a little bit more, as was everyone. Mm-hmm. And where's that career path for you now? Like, where's the singing going? Because you've always had s- such a beautiful voice. You know, you have this really cool mix between like a pop and Disney princess sound. And so what's the goal there? Yeah, well, definitely, like you said, a lot more going on kind of before obviously COVID and everything was going on. I was up in grad school at Auburn. So I was singing a little bit up there, but I can play keys, but I don't pride myself on that. Just chord charts. So it's a little bit more difficult when it's just me on my own as a vocalist, like trying to find a guitarist that 
is open to it that we feel like we mesh well together, especially doing like background vocals or whatever it is. So I played a little bit up there in Auburn and then I was just doing some stuff in Orlando where I'm at now recently, but I've had some other things going on, good things, but some other things going on that I haven't been able to pursue it maybe as much as I would have liked, but Greg, my guitarist here and I definitely are open to whatever comes our way. And we're kind of looking, we really liked playing in a restaurant. That was fun. That was kind of my mm-hmm. first time having a residency anywhere. So used, I'm used to just picking up a gig here or there, hoping this set works and we don't really have time to tweak it. So having residency was cool of like, okay, like they really liked these three songs, these ones, maybe not so much. Like, so <laughs> look out what works and what doesn't and really it being yeah. was like a really solid set that we both feel confident in was something different for me. That was really, really cool. So we love that. Yeah, I think restaurants are the perfect place to like try out things because Mm -hmm. they're really not there for you. Right. They're there for the food, right? So as they're eating, you can really tell like, oh, they're either really into this meal and not into this song or (laughs) oh my gosh, they stopped chewing to listen to this song. So you're like, that one's going to be a hit anywhere. Absolutely. So speaking of other things that have kept you busy and not able to, you know, sing as much, I know you have this crazy modeling career right now, <laughs> which I have to say, can we talk about the bow in it? Yes. <laughs> okay. So your boyfriend, what's his name? Noah. Noah. First of all, you two are the prettiest people I've ever seen. And (laughs) it's so funny because, you know, my husband's a photographer. He does that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So when you first, to give the listeners a little context, they are frequently hired to do posed wedding shots Mm -hmm. or even engagement shots. Am I right? You're not engaged or married, right? Yes. Correct. So I know as a (laughs) wife of a photographer that these things happen. But you guys, these wedding shots that she will post on her Instagram and Facebook are so epic. So for those people who didn't know, oh, this is a a modeling gig. Are there still people that see these and are like, oh my God, did you get married? All the time. So to give a little more context, I did a little bit modeling growing up. I feel like just being in like music and entertainment world, you're going to do a little bit of modeling here and there unintentionally or intentionally. Noah is from the middle of nowhere, Alabama. So this is definitely very different for him. So I followed some wedding venues on Instagram as a crazy girlfriend does. And they posted like a model call and I was like, oh, that'd be fun. And so I submitted us for it and we got it. And so we did it and it was just a fun experience. And then people started reaching out to me on like my personal Instagram and they're like, do you want to model for this? Can you model for this? And we were like, what the heck? And especially him, He's like, yeah, I'm not a model. I can't do it. <laughs> so we kind of started doing it. And then we were booking a lot, like just through Instagram. And they started being really long days because like you were saying how we do a lot of like faux weddings. So what it's like technically called these fake weddings are pretty much like styled shoots. So the point of a styled shoot would be like, say like, like your husband, for example, he's a photographer. Say he really wants to do some more like moody weddings, but all of his vendor or all of his clients that are booking him want barn weddings. So now on his website or all the material he's putting out is all barn weddings. So he's going to continue to attract the same type of client. So say him for example, would put together a moody shoot where he would hire a bride, he would hire a florist, like the full shebang, linen, sometimes even catering, and basically create this fake look of the wedding. All the vendors pretty much participate for free. And so the photographer sends out the gallery to all the vendors at the end of the shoot, and then everybody can use it for their own internal marketing and advertising. So 
it's a super great concept. It's able, it allows a lot of different vendors to get different content they would want, or even just like a new bakery. Like you could post pictures mm-hmm. of your cake all day, but a bride and groom cutting your cake, then people can see that. And they're like, oh, well, I could see that being my cake. So that's kind of how we like got into it. It's definitely very different and not something that people really know about, but we just started recently traveling. Like we went to New York, I think like two weeks ago. So that mm-hmm. was super cool. So now we're doing a lot of out, out of state things and it definitely has turned into something we didn't expect. We're actually on a billboard in Tampa for hey. IBC. So we're like, that's amazing. Oh, look at us and go. I love that he was like, yeah, sure, babe, I'll do this for you. And now it's like a second career. But at least I got to say, like, you both get hired, you know, you're like a package deal, right? So, right. you know, no acting required, unless, exactly. of course, you know, you've had a bad day together. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, it's really great to be able, even though it's a faux wedding, you don't have to fake the love, which is yeah, nice. Yeah, absolutely. And we've definitely, we've gotten a lot of feedback too from photographers of it's different than when they, I mean, we technically are models now, but when they just hire model, a model couple or like two models that don't know each other, they usually go for more of the like sensual, dramatic, editorial mm-hmm. type of look. And that's, we can do that, but that's definitely not our natural um, <laughs> interaction. But we get a lot of good feedback about that of like people just like that. We're just like fun and giggly and whatever during the shoot, because that's really what brides are looking for when they're looking to see, could that be me? They're not looking for the fierce, intense, sexual shot on top of a car with a bouquet, you know, (laughs) they're looking for the giggly down the aisle or the dip or whatever it is. So it's been really cool being able to create that. We love working with all the vendors. And once it started getting, started getting busy, those main big ones that they put together usually take about, let's say six hours. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of when we started charging because Noah was like, okay, look, he's like, (laughs) I'm not going to stand in a suit in the Florida sun for seven hours for free anymore for another seven. Well, Um, now, you know, the more your portfolio grows, you have a right to do that. You know, I tell my film and TV students that I'm like, before you have something to look at, absolutely do all that stuff for free because you got to build your book. But once you have your reel, it's time to start charging because now you don't need that free stuff anymore. You don't need to build it. Now you just got to grow the business. Yeah, exactly. So that was definitely a transition, but it's been great. Definitely unexpected, but definitely super fun. Is there any sort of like expectation now with your own future? Like, is there times that you look at pictures and you're like, I'm never going to top that if I do this for real? (laughs) I feel like I haven't felt maybe I'm not going to top this, but I definitely feel like it's helped kind of like sift through. Not that weddings have lost their value, but I feel like Mm -hmm. most people who have their wedding the day after the year after whatever, they're like, I wish I would have done this, or I wish Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have spent so much time this, or I didn't even notice this, but we have the advantage of having like 25 weddings already. (laughs) So when the real one comes, I'm like, I don't care about any pictures except this. I don't care about the seating chart. I don't care about blah, blah, about my florals. So it's definitely helped really kind of narrow down like what the important parts of the actual wedding day are to me so that I feel like we'll really be really present at the wedding whenever the day comes you enjoy it rather than stressing over those little details that can kind of get in your head just day of type of concerns yeah oh yeah that's awesome will you or have you framed any of these fake wedding pictures (laughs) or do you feel like that's weird (laughs) definitely have (laughs) Um, (laughs) there's definitely a magnet on my fridge 
Um, oh my God. I love it. <laughs> some of them are so good. I mean, we have worked with so many oh, incredibly yes. talented photographers that it's like just off the charts. I could, I couldn't not, but, oh, I was going to say this earlier. I just thought about this when we first started doing it. So nobody knew that this was a thing that we were doing this. We had maybe done two or three weddings. So I'd always put a hashtag, not married. So people were oh, like, okay. okay, they're not together. But then it started not to matter. I would literally <laughs> be like, cheers to another fake wedding. And people were like, congrats. You guys are so cute together. Can't, and I'm like, okay, captions are not effective. So <laughs> that's yeah. when I made our actual modeling Instagram because I was like, now I can post all these here. Nobody thinks they're married. I don't have to continue to explain myself. So that's helped a little bit, but it definitely was a struggle in the beginning with people absolutely thinking that we were married. And I'm like, didn't you see it last month? Like, you think we got married twice? <laughs> I just think like, they it missed it. They're like, oh my yeah. gosh. Wasn't good enough all the, the first time we needed a redo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So on the other flip side of this in your career, you're also a mental health therapist. Yes. Now I, you know, have known you growing up. I know that your mom has always been an advocate uh, in mental health, especially for veterans. Is yes. that something that inspired you in your course towards mental health or was there something else that sparked you along the way? Yeah, I get that question a lot, actually, especially from my clients. I would say it's probably half and half, maybe. So definitely, yeah, my mom growing up, she's a psychotherapist. So yeah, definitely hearing just different stories from her and seeing her heart for that was really cool for me and very interesting. Um, I've always been like a why person. I always want to know why does this work? Why is this way or how something ticks and what causes it? So that kind of definitely sparked my interest because my undergraduate degree is elementary education. So that's not entirely related to therapy, but yeah, so definitely partially that. Also, I would say I dated this guy, oh geez, I don't know, four or five years ago. And he had bipolar disorder and I didn't know it at the time. And I was lucky enough to personally never struggle with diagnosable, like depression or anxiety or anything like that. And so I had heard people talk about it, but I never really experienced anything like that on a personal level or with anybody really near to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so in the time of me being with him, that was definitely a big eye opener of really seeing how somebody is and their kind of like healthy baseline behavior. And then seeing whether it's a manic episode, whether it's depressive and as much as they want to get out of bed or as much as they want to be able to have some energy or not feel even as extreme as suicidal, they can't snap out of it. And so me seeing those side-by-sides of, I know what you are and I know what's happening to you now and that's not aligning was really different for me because for somebody like me, who typically doesn't struggle with diagnosable anxiety or depression. If I'm having a bad day, maybe I watch Netflix all day and then I'm fine. Or I eat some ice cream or I hang out with my friends and that works for me. But for somebody that has depressive Mm -hmm. disorder, you can't just say, why don't you go take a hot shower and shake it off? That's, That's not realistic for them. So I say between the combination of those two things, it was very interesting to me. And definitely I feel it's something, I mean, mental health is definitely being more talked about now, but hasn't always been something that's been talked about or even really well explained. And I feel like most people just don't understand it. And that's why it's so foreign is just Mm -hmm. maybe they have a heart for it, but they don't really get how that works or why people tip that way, you know? And so being able to be a part of learning about that and kind of even teaching people about their own diagnosis has been really cool. A lot of people are just, oh, well, five years ago, somebody told me I'm schizophrenic or somebody told me I have ADHD. 
so I take this med, but they don't know what it does, why it right. works, what are some helpful things, what does bipolar one and two, like all the different things that you don't really get explained. So being a part of that and really allowing people to feel true to their identity and empowered in these things that are a part of them rather than kind of burden or labeled has been really cool. Mm. No, that's so important to say that. And I think mental health is something that's not talked about enough. I mm -hmm. think that it's beginning to be talked about, yeah. but I still think that people feel embarrassed by it. Yes. Which, you know, in general is not healthy. It's okay to have the therapist and it's okay to talk about your issues or take the medicine mm -hmm. if your body needs that. So yep. I think that's, it's so important. And I love that I do feel like the younger generation, your generation, generations after it are more open. Mm -hmm. I think the older generations are the ones that felt like, oh no, this is, this is wrong or this is weird or we have to be a certain way. We yeah. have to be stronger. Yeah, So Absolutely. Oh, I love that. I love it's so fun to talk to my students who are now well rounded <laughs> adults and like smarter than me. <laughs> you taught me everything I know. <laughs> All the things about the mental health. Oh, goodness. Okay. So I'm going to transition into our five questions, Allison, that uh, you have not prepared for by choice. This might have been a mistake. We're about to find out. Our 10K5. Here we go. Okay. Allison, first question. Yes. What is your current obsession? Ooh. <laughs> it just in life? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What are you obsessed with right now? What am I obsessed with right now? I would say I am... Okay, this is like ongoing, but um, I'm just like chronically obsessed with like reality TV shows. But Ooh. specifically, it has to be like there has to be a goal. So not just like, let's watch these people live in a house. Like, no, it's like this person is going after this prize money or they're trying to fall in love. There has to be like, we're working towards some sort of something, but it doesn't matter. I've, I have seen, <laughs> I have seen them all. It is. I'm not proud of it. I have married at first sight, love Island, the Australian and the England one from. Oh, England. yes. Um, I'm a Love Island fan, that, but definitely the British version because I feel like everything sounds nicer with a British accent. It's so the British one. I enjoy that. Those shows, literally, there's so many. Paradise Hotel. It's it's oh, it's, it's embarrassing. <laughs> but I, <definitely laughs> I love that though. That is my guilty pleasure. Is definitely any reality show that you could find. I've probably already seen it. So just run it by me. Just run it by you. Just check it out if it's worth it. That's awesome. All right. Number two, what is on your wish list? What do you wish for right now? What am I wishing for? These are superb questions. <laughs> what am I wishing for? Um, yeah. On my wish list is I would like to go. It's like specific places. This is not a real cruise, but if I could like make it up in my head and like geography, like <laughs> agreed with it. Yeah. Um, I really want to go to Egypt, Morocco, Ooh. Greece, and Spain. I feel like they're close enough where like if a boat did some nice things for me, we could make it happen in <laughs> one So that is on my wish list. So if anybody knows I anything, love that. let me know. I definitely, I want to take Emma to Greece for like her graduation trip. That's a great idea. I know. I'm right? going to come with you. Yeah. So, well, listen, it's going to be a girl's trip. So you're right. more than welcome. You and your mom should come because you guys do fun trips oh all the time. <laughs> I want to get one of those Let's like, do it. you know, castle rooms that has the pool that starts inside. Yes. But then it goes outside. And then I want to do that photo shoot with the dresses on top of the it's like a Let's, Santorini like dress shoot. We can make this happen. I, I will have agree. your people talk to my people. <laughs> 
See, I got the yeah. photography. There you go. You just I'm sing so for them, for and then they'll take the pictures <laughs> for free. I think we'll that. do it. We'll do a duet. Perfect. We'll just do like a little um, action. It's all oh good. My gosh, I have to learn a Greek song. <laughs> All right, next question. Here comes your money. All right. If you had $10,000 okay. extra to spend, okay. this has to be on yourself. What would you do right now if you just had 10K in cash? Go. You got to spend it. Oh, God. What would I do right now? Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> you're like travel. I'd go to Greece. I'd go to. Yeah, literally. Okay. Well, my like cheesy but honest answer is I would save some of it if that's an option. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Yeah, definitely got to have that for the times where you're like, I wish I had 10,000, but you don't. So yes. that's. Move number one. I would probably like buy some new clothes, nothing fancy. I'm like simple gal, but I would like to add some new things to my wardrobe. I would definitely do some sort of trip cruise, maybe not because of the COVID vibe, but (laughs) in five years, um, I'll Mm -hmm. use it to go on a cruise. And I would probably get my hair done because I need, we need that. Um, (laughs) I would probably get some Botox. Oh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. I need, I know I'm young. Got to start them young. So it, you do listen, I am an advocate for Botox. I just started it uh, a year ago and she told me, she was like, listen, first of all, you should start younger because it does prevent wrinkles. And I go every three months now and I, it is a splurge that I have chosen to make part of my daily routine. And I'm very happy with it. See, I listen, it's in my money. I support that. I will come with yep. you and I will sponsor yours for the next time with my 10K. See, I love it. I got my lips done too. I'm big, a fan of that. Listen, I'm all for it. Do what you do. Well, if you had $10,000 to give away, yes, is there a charity, an organization, or a person that you would give $10,000 to right now? I think I would definitely like mine to be my just. Dis- Disbursement is that a word? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. To be like anonymous, so I don't think I would want anybody to know that I did it because I feel like that's the best. Like when you receive something, but you don't know who it was. Mm-hmm. I love that. So maybe I would like take some and I would start, you know, at Starbucks or whatever when you like pay for the person behind you and then like. Oh yeah. But maybe I would just like put it on like a put two hundred bucks on like a gift card and just have mm-hmm. what is it? The dude they can't see me. This is a podcast. What is the guy on the <laughs> headset? The to go. Oh, the the uh, the one who takes the orders, yeah. the the order guy. <laughs> I would give the order guy with the thing on his face, um, like a gift card, and I would just be like, "Okay, use this for all the next people," because I feel like that would be little things like that make my day when I like receive stuff like that. So I definitely do something like that. Definitely to church, but maybe I would just like drop like a big wad of cash in there so they wouldn't know it's me. Oh yeah, because I wouldn't want the accolades for the money. I just mm-hmm. would want people to be like blessed by it. So I would do yeah. that. And honestly, I would probably definitely do something with like mental health. There's so much like not to like jump in a huge rabbit hole, but there's a lot of people that struggle with like med compliance. So I work at a behavioral hospital. So they'll like come into the hospital, they'll get the meds that they need. Usually it's more high risk. So that's why I'm like talking a little bit more right. heavy. Not everybody needs that, but most people that are in that hospital in the acute unit. That's something that's really helpful or their brain chemistry is needing and a little bit of help. So they get the meds there, right? They get discharged. A lot of them are homeless or they have like um, not a stable living situation. So mm-hmm. they certainly can't drive their car that doesn't exist to CVS and pick up their meds, you know? And so 
we see a lot of the same people back in the facility probably every four weeks to two months, not because they don't want help, but because they don't have the means to be able to get what they need to remain at their baseline, which is really upsetting because if they had the money, a lot of them would, not all of them, but a lot of them would. So I'm sure there's some, I should probably know this, but I'm sure there's some organization or some place or something that you could kind of give money or funds or something to, to be able to like provide that maybe it's delivered to them or something Mm -hmm. that would be more effective uh, and just give them like, I don't know, just like really just like a better shot at feeling like they are contributing to their life. Yeah. All right. And the number five, the fifth question, what's your happy today? My happy today my interpretation of your question is, uh, <laughs> my happy today would be Noah and I went to the pool earlier today and mm-hmm. he's up in my neighborhood pool and it has this like little kitty slide, but it's super fun. And he just had like the best time of his life going down the slide one time. And I just think that's <laughs> the funniest thing ever because he's like a 30 year old man, like going down a water, a kid's water slide at a pool, but he was <laughs> he's like, also really tall. Yes. <laughs> so he was just like really I had the best time and I was like, this is great. So I feel like that was my moment of like, I love this. So that was your interpretation of that question. It was spot on because what we say is happies are the little things throughout Mm -hmm. the day that make you smile. So a lot of times we judge happiness based on grand things. You know, how big was your paycheck or how big was this moment instead of thinking about the right now. Mm -hmm. And so we say it's as simple as every light was green on my way to work or my cup of coffee was hot and it was awesome, right? Mm -hmm. Or Noah went down a kitty slide at 30 years old and had the time of his life. He really did. He really did. (laughs) So that's exactly what happies are. I love that. Oh, Allison, thank you so much for spending some time with me today and talking about your life and mental health and modeling and all the weddings you've had. I'm glad someone has beat me in that realm. Oh, and so we're going to have a blog about you, all of our listeners who want to follow Allison and her modeling career, her singing career, her mental health career, check out that blog at 10kdollarday.com slash 10k Saturday. You can click on her gorgeous picture and read all about her answers of the 10k5 and also follow her on all of her social media accounts. So Allison, thank you again so much for being here. It was so Mm -hmm. nice to reconnect and talk to you today and go ahead, tell the listeners of this podcast. See you later. Thank you guys for having having me, Allison. (laughs) You guys picked a great podcast. You have the best host because she has the best name. So see, there you go. And we spell it the same way, you guys. That's what's really important to tell you. Well, thank you so much. I had a blast talking to you and make sure you check out that blog, you guys. See you next time. That was 10K Saturday with Allison and Lulu. And don't forget, with friends like us, who needs amenities?